0: welcome to the Think MHK podcast presented by the Manhattan Area Chamber of Commerce. On this podcast, you will hear about a variety of local matters pertaining to the business community. You also hear from local business owners to hear their story and gain valuable business insights. Thanks for tuning in today. I'm your host, Jason Smith, President and CEO at the Manhattan Area Chamber of Commerce. We're broadcasting today from the Ad AstraCast studio in Colony Square with me today. Our co-hosts, Darren Solden, Sharla Meisenheimer, and Karen Hibbert. And so we're going to visit briefly and introduce you to our team and talk a little bit about what our podcast will be moving forward. So let's start with Karen, who is our vice president and also director of the Manhattan Convention Visitors Bureau or Visit Manhattan. Uh, Karen, tell me a little bit about yourself and how you ended up being at the Chamber.
1: Oh, Jason, it is a delight to be a part of this podcast. and. I started when I first graduated from college at the Chamber, when the Chamber of Commerce was a staff of five. Uh, worked for the Chamber for a year, uh, then uh, had some other career opportunities, and came back to the Chamber in 1997, when uh, our Chamber had grown immensely. We were uh, getting ready to—we were actually in Colony Square. We were getting ready to take over the our new office building, moved into that new office building. In then our staff has continued to grow from there. So um, truly 1997 to present uh, is my career with the Manhattan Chamber of Commerce.
0: And you are a lifetime Kansan?
1: I am. I'm a native Kansan. I grew up in southeast Kansas. Uh, When my husband and I got married, we lived in northwest Kansas, but we have called the Manhattan area home for well over 40 years.
0: And and Karen, tell me why you have chosen tourism as a career and and why it's important to Manhattan.
1: Well, first of all, I love people and I love being able to help people have their best experience that they possibly can have when they come into our community. To be able to give them um, some facts, some opportunities to experience something that will make the experience in Manhattan and the region unique and memorable, uh, that has been very, very rewarding to me. Uh, I have also uh, worked for many years on the convention sales side, working with uh, improving our meeting facilities but attracting people to come to Manhattan, whether they are planning a meeting and, and just know that they want to meet in Manhattan and have no idea what those amenities are, How uh, we can work with them to uh, have a keynote speaker. How we can work with them to have entertainment that can make their meeting unique and fun. How they can, uh, meeting planners can have an off-site visit uh, possibly to have their banquet meal. It's just been a real pleasure to be able to help with meetings and visitors alike to have a unique experience in our community.
0: Tourism is integral into uh, the other aspects of the chamber in that when someone is considering moving to Manhattan or locating a business in Manhattan, what what we say is they always start as a visitor.
1: Sure, absolutely. Tourism truly is that economic driver that you want to go visit first before you then make those decisions to uh, really put down your roots and, and call this place where you want to invest in a business, where you want to join the chamber, and really deeply become involved in the community.
0: Great. Uh, we're going to go to Darren next. So before Darren, we get into your story, uh, I'm going to ask you this question: Does Karen have more bad jokes than anybody you've
2: ever met? I would have to say yes. She is definitely. <laughs> I thought about it for a moment, though. Yeah,
0: she is. She is definitely uh, the purveyor of dad jokes at the chamber. Uh, she has more bad jokes probably than than anyone i've ever worked with which is always enjoyable to hear well, jokes and puns
1: jokes and puns it is a great day if you can find something to laugh at and so every day should be a good day
0: we don't always laugh at those jokes i so. know you don't I think you sometimes, sometimes you're the only one that's <laughs> laughing but that's okay so let's move on to darren darren is our newest member of the chamber at this table uh, he joined us last year in the middle, and well, actually right before the pandemic, which is always a great time to change jobs. Darren, tell me a little bit about yourself and and how you ended up working at the Chamber and how you ended up
2: in this career. Yeah, Jason, thanks for having me on the podcast. Um, I have something in common with Karen there, and that my first job out of college at K-State was working for the Manhattan Chamber. So um, started out uh, working in economic development and spent some time with the Chamber before ultimately going back to grad school and then um, pursuing a number of different uh, professional Opportunities, which included working for some chambers and, and organizations that were involved in economic development in other communities in the region, and so uh, I think that regional perspective has been something that uh, that I bring to the table and something that kind of helps drive what I do on a on a day to day basis. And it's been great being back here. Um, immediately prior, had been over with the Chamber of Commerce in Wamigo, and and um, uh, great group of people there. It's fun to be back into a role where we're working regionally on economic development and all of our partners, whether they be The communities, the other economic development organizations, uh, Kansas State University, the state, it it really is a team effort.
0: And we talked about jobs is so important to us growing our economy and and having uh, the resources that are necessary for our community leadership to be able to maintain our quality of life. What are some ways that that you and your team are working to
2: add jobs to the economy? Well, jobs are vital. It's it's primary thing that we have to focus on, and and right now we're working very closely with existing businesses in the community. Uh, we have a very robust. Um, Business Retention and Expansion Program. George Kant heads that up and and is out every day meeting with businesses across the community, identifying issues that they may have, identifying opportunities. Um, and we hope to grow, help them grow those opportunities into expansions here, uh, investments of capital in the Manhattan area, and and ultimately growth in jobs. And so our existing business community is incredibly important to, to job growth. And then we do a, a significant amount of business attraction work. So that's marketing, and that marketing effort really is international. It's focusing on companies that may have uh, uh, growth opportunities. It's focusing on companies that we can leverage local strengths on, things like animal health, biosecurity, um, research capabilities at K-State. Uh, think about what's going on with NBAF. Eyeballs are on Manhattan, Kansas, and we want to make sure that we're making companies aware of that and giving them opportunities to to come here. And so a um, very robust program, uh, on the business attraction side as well. So those are really the two key areas where we're pushing um, new job creation. And then, of course, we have to have the talent to uh, talent to fill those jobs. So, Darren, you're from Manhattan originally? Uh, originally from Stillwater, Oklahoma. You may know that uh, as a uh, that little town as an Oklahoman, but I have spent the majority of my life in Manhattan, and every time I've left, I have come back. So um, my folks were... Uh, were are uh, college professors, and, and uh, my dad was from the area, and so I always have had family here, and Manhattan's always been a special place for me. And, and uh, going back to about third grade, I um, have, have spent the majority of my time, not quite as many years as Karen, but, uh, but have spent the majority of my, uh, my adult life in Manhattan. Manhattan High graduate. Manhattan High graduate and uh, and K State a couple times over as well. So bleed purple and and always uh, excited to root on K State athletics and enjoy the area. Love love exploring the Flint Hills. Love love all the food opportunities and getting out and hiking and and enjoying the outdoors. And of course uh, getting out and playing golf when I can. And
0: and a former member of the Kansas State golf team.
2: Correct, I, I am. Yeah, I had the the great opportunity when I was at K State to play on the golf team and and. Uh, Uh, What a great way to get to get to see a lot of fun places and travel and, and um, compete at a level there. You know, as a division one athlete was really something that I think is uh, not only fun uh, looking back, but it, but it puts a lot of great, uh, great behavioral uh, characteristics in place and, and organization and, and time management and the competitiveness. I think that's one of the things I enjoy about economic development is it's something different every day and it's, it's a competitive environment out there, but um, you you just got to, put the nose to the grindstone, and get the work done. And I think we're, we're moving in the right direction here. Great. So that's something
0: that I just have thought about that's a connection between the three of you. So Darren played golf. Charlotte has a son-in-law who is on the golf tour, not the PGA. The, yep. PGA. Oh, he's on the PGA tour. Okay. Yep. And, and Karen has a son-in-law who's a golf pro as well, right? Yep. So in theory, I could get the three of them put on my team and win any tournament in Manhattan. Oh, yes. Is that how that works?
3: Well, I have the great shoes. I don't know. What do yeah. you got? Well, what i I have my
1: son-in-law come play. Yeah. You would put oh. me on the team. No, that's what I said. I could take, <laughs> yeah. I could
0: take Darren and, and your two your son-in-laws exactly and basically right. win and any tournament.
3: The right. yeah,
0: that would be great. I need I hadn't thought about that. I need to, I need to think about that going forward. Sharla, tell yeah. me a little bit about yourself.
3: Well, I would say that I'm the other person on the table who did not start at the chamber after college. Um, so that's interesting kind of learning about that so um, I am from Hutchinson Kansas and I kind of came here kind of a roundabout way my husband is a K state graduate and man I just he's bled purple since the day I feel like he was born so uh, Manhattan was always our end goal when he retired um, he'll be happy to know that I've been assured that he is 10 years older than I am so everyone now officially knows that so he's gonna retire it has retired so I retired um, before I have and so it was always our plan to be here when we retired. This was, this was the end game. And we've had uh, a stadium place here for quite some time. We, um, I just don't know any other time besides K-State football and um, basketball and baseball. So, um, about three years before he retired, um, this job became available at the chamber. I have a hospitality background, spent a lot of years in hotels and traveled with hotels and being on the other side of the table in the chamber world. Um, and this job became available. And man, the reputation of the Manhattan Chamber is second to none in the state. And it was an opportunity I just felt like I really wanted to be a part of. And um so, spoiler alert: I uh, interviewed, and they, they decided to take me. So, um, I came a little a little ahead of my husband, and um, spent about three years when we were um, long distance marriage of two hours to Hutchinson, but uh, met up for game days. And um, he is semi-retired, like I said, and has moved here now. So, just he and I and two dogs, and that's what we are.
0: And you are in charge of our membership division, which includes. Uh, retaining and attracting new members. It includes our events and it includes our policy initiatives. Talk a little bit about that. How do we get new members into the chamber?
3: I think one of the biggest things that we always want to look at, Jason, is what value does the chamber bring? Um, We hear that often. Um, Sometimes we hear it on the side of, well, I I didn't make it to business after hours. Well, there's so much more that we do every day for our small business owners. and I would also challenge that more than 80% of our members have less than 25 employees. I would I would venture to say that a lot of individuals, before they become a part of the chamber, feel like we're just the big boys and that we just do big business, and we don't. We recognize and we know that as a small business owner, you are the opener, you're the closer, you're the IT person, you're the human resource person, and we're here to stand in the gap for you. And um, we're here to provide education um, that you may or may not have access to. We're here to do policy and and make sure that we know what's going on at the local and the state and the federal level as well that affects your business every day. Um, that's important to us and that's who we are and that's what we do. We wanna make sure that we provide plenty of opportunities for you to showcase your business, whether that's at um, meeting someone new across the aisle at Business After Hours or quite frankly, to showcase your business at Business Showcase. Um, We have the opportunity that's unique, I think, in this community to celebrate business. And we're getting ready to do that Um, in August. We'll have the business awards. Um, That's a new program that we started. It's our second year to be able to do that. Um, But it's a lot of fun to be able to celebrate business and what it brings and who, who those business owners are.
0: So this may be a repetitive question then. What's your favorite event that the Chamber does?
3: I don't know that it's my favorite. Yeah, it is. Um, We do an event with uh, Women in Business as a program that we have here at the Chamber. Um, And we do Resolution Rendezvous. And we were not able to do that in 21. But it is an opportunity that we bring women business leaders together. It's in January. Hence the day resolution rendezvous, um, and you actually set your business resolution for the year. And we partner with a um, with a chamber member photographer, and we come in and we actually encourage women to put that word of the year. And some of them write it on their arms, some put it on their hands, some um, um, different, and, and the palms of their hands. And we take their picture, and it's a reminder all year long of what was your business resolution. Who do you want to be? Where do you want to be in a year from now? And I think it's I think it's a powerful opportunity. To to, to be able to do that
0: awesome well so going forward in this podcast uh, one of these three individuals will serve as our co-host uh, in each episode and and uh, we are very fortunate not just to have them as our co-host but certainly to um have them in our leadership team at the at the Manhattan Area Chamber of Commerce and so um, I just appreciate all of you uh, for being with us today but I also appreciate all of you for being uh, an integral part of of our success and um uh, our ability to move forward. Just a little bit about myself. I think most a lot of people who know me know that um, I've been here now a little over two years. Um, I'm originally from Oklahoma, grew up Norman, so opposite of Stillwater, as Darren knows, and uh, spent most of my uh, childhood, of course, in in Oklahoma. Ended up in high school, moving to a small community in southwest Oklahoma, which was my mom's hometown, which was kind of like my second hometown because we spent summers and holidays uh, in there it's a little town called Grandfield, um which i graduated with 21 people so uh when when people say you don't understand rural issues i go oh no i, I understand rural issues i've i've had the opportunity to unfortunately watch um that community which is a small farming community uh struggle uh, as a lot of kansas communities have and so uh, i understand that um that uh, dynamic I went to college at Cameron University, which a lot of people connected to Fort Riley might know because uh, Cameron is the University of Choice at Fort Sill. So uh, we had a lot of Army personnel and retired Army personnel that that I was in classes with on a regular basis. I was a journalism major, started my career as a sports writer, ended up about 25 years ago getting the opportunity to lead an economic development organization in McAllister, Oklahoma. Had a great time in that small community, but received the, the chance to go to Lincoln, Nebraska to run the economic development division in Lincoln, Nebraska for the chamber and, and just fell in love with chamber work and uh, spent some time in Lincoln and spent some time in Abilene, Texas. Uh, then moved to Norman, Oklahoma and thought that was probably going to be the end of my career because that was, again, my hometown and the opportunity to retire, to have the job and retire in your hometown was a, was a very attractive offer. Uh, but I got a call. Uh, from someone who, who uh, is a headhunter who I had some uh, interactions with in the past that said, hey, I know you like university cities. You should really check out Manhattan. It's pretty, pretty unique. And I, I had not been to Manhattan, even though I had been a Big 8, Big 12 fan my whole life, and thought, well, I'll go check it out because I obviously trust the opinion of this individual. And, and I was blown away by what kind of community uh, uh, Manhattan is. I've said this um, many times that Manhattan is much greater than Google says it is. The view of out- people outside of Manhattan who have never been here, I don't know that that they have a true appreciation for how great this community is and how vibrant this community is. And so I fell in love with it and fell in love with the people and and the leadership team that that was uh, going through that process of hiring a new a new president. And uh, so I decided to move here and and uh, of course replace Lyle Butler who. Uh, spent nearly two decades uh, as a president. Some would say that's that's not the best choice to make to follow a legend, but it's one that I made, and, and I will say Lyle has been very gracious and always been available to to talk through things and and very helpful through that transition. So uh, I'm very pleased to be here. I think we've we've moved. Of course, the pandemic was created some challenges, but i'm I'm very proud of our team and how we responded. Uh, but I also think we've been able to move forward. Uh, and and make a lot of progress over the last two years in all the areas that we discussed uh, previously. So why are we doing a podcast? Uh, We think it's a great opportunity to promote our local businesses. And we think that um, local business is the lifeblood of a community and that we need to do as good a job as we can telling their story. So as we started talking about ways that we could do that, one of those was a podcast. And so that's how we're going to set this up moving forward is we are going to spotlight local, uh, local businesses who are members of the chamber, but also at the same time discuss issues that are important to our community's growth, to our business community's growth. And uh, so we'll have some guests on that, that can talk about that. We'll of course have guests on that are members of the chamber that, that will ask to tell their story uh, in a fun way. and so we're looking forward forward to that. We'll come to you. Once a week. So I'll go around the table again and start with Karen and ask her, what are you looking forward to the most about this podcast?
1: Well, the opportunity to tell our story and what our offerings are. Many times our local residents are simply just not aware of all of the offerings that a community has. So to be able to expose and to inform uh, what you can do when you vacation in this community. Um, There is so much that you really need to take a week in order to experience it all, Um, but from jumping on the zip line to dipping your toe in the water, whether it's at Tuttle Creek or in City Pool, um, taking advantage of many of our attractions, learning about our history learning a bit more about the Flint Hills that surrounds us, to immerse yourself in art, the list can go on and on. Uh, If you wanted to just have a dining week and uh, go to all of our unique restaurants, that would take a long time to get through and get around and just to enjoy the many different offerings that you have. So, again, I think it's a great opportunity for us to bring Manhattan as a visitor, to our locals and to those that don't live here. Podcasts, that's the beauty of a podcast is it lives forever and it's far reaching, truly worldwide. So uh, it's a
3: great opportunity for us to be able to tell our story.
0: I agree. Charlotte, how about you?
3: You know, I really um, have been struck since I've been here. Every, every business owner has a story. And I think the opportunity to be able to share those stories is something I, I just couldn't pass up. It was a, an opportunity that I think um, people will learn to appreciate their neighbors a little better. I think people will um, see themselves and their neighbors, their fellow business owners, um, and hopefully get inspired um, and, and be able to really appreciate a small business owner and what they bring to the table and their story. I think everyone has a great story, and I can't wait to share our business stories. Darren? And
2: I'll add to what Charlotte said. I think that those stories are incredible, and I think it's important to remember that so many of our, what are now major employers or foundational cornerstone businesses in our community started as very small entrepreneurial ventures, whether it be out of mm-hmm. someone's garage or someone's car or, or a shop out back um, uh, with one or two people. And so um, learning more about that will not only, as Sharla as said, be inspirational, hopefully for the next generation, but also um, help folks understand the importance of business in the Manhattan community and the importance of of growing business and, and the economic development work that we're doing, the tourism work that we're doing, the education and, and other programming for businesses that's going on through the chamber. It, it all really works to raise the tide there when it comes to comes to our business community and the ecosystem that we all operate in. So I think those stories and, and tying that back to the great opportunity that exists going forward um, will hopefully, uh, hopefully be something that raises the profile of business in Manhattan. Great. So before we sign off, I'm going to ask Darren to slide his microphone
0: over to our producer for a moment and get a word from, from our producer,
4: Dave, Dave Lewis. Hi, my name's Dave. Tell it's me, an honor to have you guys in here at, uh, in the Ad AstraCast studios.
0: Tell me briefly about your studios and, and, and how you are helping promote the community through podcasts.
4: Well, I started uh, the concept of uh, doing podcasts a little over a year and a half ago. I bought all the equipment before the pandemic came in. And uh, there's a whole lot of people that didn't want to do a whole lot of things during the pandemic. But through the relationships that I've been able to build over the last several years, I've had uh, an opportunity to have a number of folks come into our studio. We just recently completed a move. We are now in Colony Square and we're tied in with the offices of the Greater Manhattan Community Foundation, who is uh, one of our uh, contracted clients uh, to do podcasts for them, the GMCF podcast. And we have uh, more opportunities that, uh, that we're embarking on and bringing in some other people to to do podcasts so that they can pass on their message the information about their business and their goals and their stories Uh, we're going to be telling a lot of stories and in various podcast uh, ventures that that i'm embarking in so it's a if you've been to manhattan you probably have heard my voice a couple of times whether it be on the radio at uh, cayman or at kansas state university or hosting a a who knows how many different events but i've been involved in a lot of things in this community i've been on the chamber board of directors i've been on the convention of visitors bureaus uh, board and past chair and and so I have a a very active interest in tourism. I have a company that does a lot of special events. and and uh, this is uh, kind of, i guess I guess the operative word here over the last couple of years is pivot. And uh, pivoting into a new venture here with uh, the Ad Astra Cast Studios. And Ad Astra means to the stars. And, and I got four stars here in my studio with me today. And, uh, and we just like to tell the stories and, and create an opportunity for them to get their message and, and talk about uh, their own respective interests. And
0: just for clarification, you are most looking forward to the Chamber podcast above any of the other podcasts. Is that? Perfect?
4: I have a lot of very special clients. Oh. And every time somebody walks in the door, Jason, I, um, I'm thrilled. I'm well, thrilled. Well, we are we are thrilled to be here. And thank you so Definitely. much
0: for hosting us and, and giving us the opportunity to do this on a weekly basis. And, and thank and you
4: for trusting us uh, to do this. I've got a couple of individuals that helped me out on uh, the production side. And uh, it's an exciting venture for me. And I'm really looking forward to, uh, to growing uh, a number of podcast opportunities, especially with uh, the Manhattan Chamber. Thank you, Dave. We appreciate it. And lastly, I do want to acknowledge Dina Huff
0: who is our director of communications and helped arrange all of this and script everything and and get us prepared for this uh, venture. And so Dina does a great job. Thanks for listening to this episode of Think MHK, a podcast produced by the Manhattan Area Chamber of Commerce. If you enjoyed the Think MHK podcast, we'd love for you to subscribe and share it out on your social media channels. Feel free to reach out to us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at the Manhattan Area Chamber of Commerce.